Yuna is a multifaceted singer, songwriter, and creative. The past few years have been a whirlwind of travel, bonding with family and almost moving back home to Malaysia. You might know Yuna from her hit song, Crush, with Usher. Or as an artist who proudly wears her hijab when she performs. Honest and gracious in our conversation, Yuna and I talked about her faith and how her Muslim heritage influences her daily life. We also chatted about Wisconsin snow and the collaborative spirit. All of Yuna's worlds collide and live together beautifully on her album Y5, which is out now. I want to start off by saying thank you again. I'm very, I'm very appreciative if you can't tell. But, but um, you know, right now we are we starting to get into the early parts of winter here in Wisconsin. The weather isn't that great, but, but uh, you've performed in Wisconsin before in Milwaukee. Do you got? Do you have yes. any mem- any memories of Wisconsin? Any favorite moments of being here? Wow, you know what? I wish I had more time. Um, uh, you know, especially when you're on tour, uh, when I'm on tour, like I don't really get to the opportunity to see much like when I'm on, when I'm on tour, but I do remember my very first, um, North American tour mm. and I performed, uh, at Milwaukee. I can't remember the name of the venue though, but it's this really cute venue. It's like maybe hundred people um okay yeah i I can't remember but it's like a famous one i do remember that shanghai yes yes. (laughs) that's a fantastic place to perform at i mean it is a historic for a long time wow that's great that you remember that and and i hear that from time to time i'm sure you all over you go to city to city it's hard to keep track but that's great that you have any memories of wisconsin you know yeah and my first time it was snowing it it was so cold so i was just like this girl from kuala lumpur malaysia and where it's like you know tropical and that was my very first um experience with you know, winter time. Like yeah. I remember just walking around and like trying to step into like, oh, look at this like little hill of <laughs> snow. And I stepped into it and just what why did I do that? And you know, just got my boots all wet and <laughs> but it was like my first snow experience. So it was fun. So growing up in Malaysia, we we talked about alternative rock. How has your upbringing influenced you as an artist? I think, you know, just um I grew up in a very musical household. Like my dad loves music. Like he um, plays the guitar, he plays the drums, he plays the keys, you know, he plays the piano. Um, But everything is with, with him is none of them were like, you know, he, he didn't learn any, the, the theory part of it. It was just all like by heart, which was very impressive. And I kind of just like, I learned a little bit of, piano playing the piano but it was also by by heart you know and um the theory part I was really struggling so I just kind of like took all the basics and just like ran with it you know and that's how I started learning how to play the guitar also by heart you know and um it was enough for me to start writing um so I don't know I guess like I grew up with with um my parents you know being raised in a Asian Muslim like household you know like Mm -hmm. um they're pretty like um um chill about me pursuing music compared to other, other I guess avenues. like families or other kids that I 
um, know, you know, who want to mm-hmm. pursue um, a career in music, it's always like, oh, no, you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor, you know. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like that for me. But I think like as I grew older and I got better with my music, my parents were very understanding and very supportive of my dreams and they were like oh okay you're actually pretty good at this so (laughs) (laughs) so we're just gonna let you do your thing um i'm like okay cool um (laughs) but yeah i guess like uh, growing up i was you know like i i grew up listening to a lot of the stuff that my dad used to play like blues jazz and um um like a lot of American like rock music and um and I don't know I think when I was like I 13 I think that was when I started listening listening to a lot of R&B music um and um Lauren Hill especially um right. when Miss Education of Lauren Hill came out that was like that was it for me you know that was like me 12 or 13 like purchasing my very first cd you know oh, so wow. and yes. my dad was like, okay so what do you want i'm like i want i want this one i wrote it down on a piece of paper i, I went to like the local like cd store just like i'm looking for this and then i just remember the guy just like okay let's look for it just like wow. l lauren 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 hill okay so uh, that that was my first um purchase first ever CD? the oh, cd store that's <laughs> that awesome that changed awesome. my life and and, yeah. uh, and and that mm-hmm. album, I've heard that countless times, especially from from young women singers, how that album influenced them. And I mean, it's clearly like, I mean, one of the best albums in the world ever, you know, and I, and I totally get that. Have you ever have you ever met Lauren Hill? Have you ever had the opportunity to, to <gasps> come across, come in contact with no, her? Never. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. It's, it's, it's I'm, I'm you know, scared I, I'm almost, a... you know. <laughs> right. right. And, that, and that's, <laughs> no, that's really I want though, to. Because yeah. you're an artist mm-hmm. yourself, but you know, I mean, you we all, no matter what, no matter where you are in the in the, in the stratosphere of music, you still have your idols and your people you look up to, and that's that's fantastic. Man. So you mentioned being Asian and Muslim. Yeah. One of my coworkers, her name is Salam Fatir. She she loves you as well. She's a Muslim woman as well. She wanted me to ask you this. She wants to know how do you balance your Muslim identity in the music industry? I mean, I, of course, it's. It could it could be a non-factor at times, but how do you balance being a, a woman and a Muslim and a person of color in the music industry today? I think for me, it's I've always just the only thing I know how to do this is just by being myself. You know, like um, I never try to portray anything else other than who I am like as a person like if you see me on stage that's that's me on stage and off stage I'm I'm still the same person you know I don't have like a like a what do you call it like Like a a, a, a um, image that's not you like an alter ego Uh, yeah Yeah, you know I I don't I don't have I'm not that kind of artist so Mm -hmm. it's always just been like super easy for me alhamdulillah because um I know what who I am as a person when I first started out. So here's the story. Like when I first started writing music, you know, I already had my hijab on and, um, and, um, and I, I like it, you know, like I, I like Mm -hmm. being able to just dress up however I want. And, uh, but it was new even to, um, 
the Malaysian audience, like having like a hijabi singer, it was something like different, like, you know, mm-hmm. like as if like it was very out of place, like for, for someone like me to be on stage. Um, wow. But I just kind of like, you know, I don't have any choice. I just have mm-hmm. I just have to care, you know, be be myself like right. I really don't want to try and be something else. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of like. I remember being like 19, 20, 21, um, just playing my music and with my guitar, playing my music on um, in different venues. And um, for example, like I don't drink or smoke, you know, but mm-hmm. some of these venues are like bars, you know, so I'm just oh, like, yeah. hey, hi, everyone. It's me. <laughs> I'm going to play some of my songs and people right. will, get, will get like a little bit like, oh, this is interesting. Uh-huh. So for for many years i just did that and i just felt like really comfortable like you know on stage like i it wasn't like i didn't feel out of place i didn't feel uncomfortable i just wanted to really really my love for music for my songs just triumphs over yeah like transcends everything right transcends everything you know Mm so um that was the most important thing for me so um, how I balance my identity as a Muslim woman and the t- the entertainment the entertainment industry, I didn't see it as anything like difficult. Um, I just felt it just felt natural for me to just do it and move moving to America, you know, at the time. And a lot of people were just like a lot of people from from my country. They were like really worried about. Um, Oh, I you know, I don't know how people are going to accept you. You're this Muslim woman like mm-hmm. trying to do um pop music and R&B music. But for me it's just like oh, I don't care. Like my my love for music is is just going to shine through and yes. for me it's like the the positive energy will what do you call it? Just kind of override everything. Yeah. Everything. Yes. And and, and so, I believe yeah. that, you know, because I mean, I, I feel like that's one of the reasons why you in the place that you are, because people know you just being genuinely yourself. It's not it's not any alter ego, like you said. And that's that that's I think that's a huge reason why you successful in doing what you're doing right now, because the people come to you for that authenticity. Yeah, awesome. of course. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was a great answer. You give us some you giving me some great stuff, you know. I love it. I love it. So I peeped your IG. I went on your Instagram. I was on your Instagram before. You I mean, I'm sure you don't know me. I'm sure you got thousands, million followers, but but um I really, really do like a lot of the things that you put out there. And I see you're a wonderful artist and you take art. You seem to be just as much into art as you are into music. Mm-hmm. Um how do I get my hands on one of those uh, marvelous sketches that you did with the Moonlight Arts Collective? Ah, thank you. Um, I I, I watched the video. It was really cool. (laughs) I saw you draw the picture in like a five minutes flat. Incredible. So how do I get my hands on one of those? (laughs) Yeah, you can. um, So I did this. um, I I guess like it's a collaboration, I guess, you know, like um, with Moonlight um, Arts Collective. And they're just really awesome. Like what they do is um, pretty much you just reach out. They reach out to me um, when I when I just I did this these sketches for fun you know like I would go to Malibu or Joshua Tree and I just like ah, oh, this is kind of fun I'm just gonna do like a quick sketch and do mm-hmm. like a time lapse of it mm-hmm. um and boom you know like okay that, that's done and it's just like a content 
for me, uh-huh. like a content piece for me, right? And um, they reach out and they wanted to do prints. So I was just, I never in a million years would think that, you know, consider myself like an artist, artist. Right. Um, <laughs> and um, they saw that in me and I just feel, you know, really honored to be able to, to um, kind of like join the collective with other talented a real artist to me is like oh they're real artists uh, me i'm just like this girl doodling and sketching on the side you know but um but they see it as something special so there must be something there um but yeah you can you can check out their website moonlight arts um uh, collective moonlight arts collective and um um they're really great people they're super nice and i'm so happy that they reach out to me yeah, and and I mean the the Instagram post it looked like it was a real a real genuine you know what I mean a real genuine connection there you did it looked great. So your album Wi Fi is terrific. Congratulations! Thank you! Yay! Congratulations on that! Yes, very very good. <laughs> you got a wonderful song with Usher, Crush. That's amazing. Thank um, you so much. Yeah. You also collaborated with Tyler, the creator. Damn, we don't work out. Your belly is on the horizon. You don't hit me now. You really don't have a horizon. Um, G-Eazy, Little Sims. We love Little Sims. She just put out a new album. What is the creative collaborative process like with you and other artists? Do uh, I mean, I'm sure it could go a million different ways, but for instance, Usher, how does a, how does a collaboration like that come about? Uh, you know what? It was just um, my man, my manager, Ben, like he, um, actually managed like another artist who went on tour with usher who opened mm-hmm. for for usher in 20 i can't remember really 2014 maybe oh, uh-huh. um and um i was already working on this one song for 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 my album at the time chapters and it was called crush mm-hmm. and it was finished it was ready to go but i felt like something was missing so i kind of like you know um played around with the idea like oh maybe let's ask someone like usher to get on it why not you know yeah, go for, like hey go for the, hey, the, like, the moon you see what happens right exactly so knowing that um ben had you know had met usher and his team um so yeah it was like maybe do you think you know like you'd be interested in in singing this song uh getting on the song with me and then we sent the song over to his team and we didn't really like hear anything back. And I went back to Malaysia actually to be with my grandparents. Uh, it was Eid. So just to be with, with my, my family. Eid is and, uh, uh, Ramad- Ramadan. So yeah, it's Ramadan. the end of Ramadan. So right. normally, you know, I would like spend Ramadan and eat back in Malaysia with the family. Mm-hmm. And I remember just checking my email that morning and then um i saw it like he i got like a uh like an mp3 file from from usher so and i played it i was like oh my gosh this is insane (laughs) it sounded perfect 
I was screaming. I was like <laughs> telling my 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 late grandmother at the time, like, do you know who this is? You know, mm. so this is Usher. Right. So you got, yeah, you got to share amazing. that. You got to share that with your grandmother. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's so, got to be pretty dope to uh, open your email like everybody else. You open in your email and you scroll down, <laughs> you see Usher, and then you see an MP3 link at the bottom. I'm sure. How oh, long my did gosh. You, did you wait a few minutes before you open it or it was like, it was like. A no, it was it was right away. Like, OK, <laughs> nobody talked to me for for one second, you know, like um, because we we were waiting for for a response. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. we sent over a song and it was like nothing for like two, three months. And then all of a sudden it's it's there. It's there. So. Um, but I met, I met up with him and he was super cool. Like he was super supportive. He was excited about the song. He loved the song. And, um, uh, it, it really is, it really was like a, a a game changer for me. It was a life changing, like career changing move for me. So, um, and he's such a sweet guy, Mm -hmm. really kind, really humble. Um, so I, I think that's like the, the most important, um, recipe for collaborations when i'm working with someone like tyler or um little sims g easy they're not based on like emails you know like um Mm -hmm. i actually had moments like personal moments where i get their their human their humanity you know Mm -hmm. like i get to see them as, the, as just a the, person as right. just a person mm-hmm. and we would share you know like some information like about each other like mm-hmm. oh you're the only child or you know like oh you're mm-hmm. like you feel like you're the black sheep of the family you know so right. when i have that connection then i can work with someone like that like mm-hmm. it has to be like a two-way thing um um yeah, so I'm really glad like everyone that I worked with, collaborated with in the past, I've had that special connection with them. And it, it's not just like, oh, you know, like our managers put this thing together and mm-hmm. here we are working on, on a song. So it, it was never like that for me. So I'm really happy that all all of my collaborations are very organic, organic. and real, you know? Yes. So, yeah. so uh, let's pivot a little bit. You were on uh, One in a Million. A comp- it's a competition show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you know, we, those are big here in the States. I'm sure, you know, being in L.A., I'm sure you see us like, so you think you can dance American Idol and all those type of shows. What was that experience like and what did you take from it without winning? I mean, obviously you're winning now, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what was that experience like? Oh my gosh, it was horrible. Really? <laughs> it, was like, it was I think joining like a like something like that, like a production like that. It's like what to avoid in life, you know? Like this is right. like me going through that and like, okay, I really don't want to do, do this again. again ever. Don't do that again. Okay, you know? Um so uh yeah, but you know, it I learned a lot from that. It, it was my dream. Like I guess like going I grew up watching American Idol, right? The first one, the second one, the third one. And um, when One in a Million started in Malaysia, um, it was something so huge. It was like, I think the first day, like 30,000 people auditioned or something. And they had to kind of just like, not shut down the whole mall, but Mm. they were like, the mall was filled with people trying out, like mm. auditioning for this for this TV show. Wow. And I remember 
um skipping my class like i had a morning class <laughs> yuna you skipped class for this what yeah, yeah parents, i did your parents, your parents might see this yuna <laughs> i was i was in law school too so it was just like oh, okay. hmm, yeah whatever i don't need to go to class um so i went um and my my roommate my dear roommate actually drove drove me to this audition and um she had to skip like the morning class too so mm. i went and i was like okay well it's just gonna be quick it's just gonna be in and out um and then i end up spending the whole day there like i went into the audition room at 9 30 p.m i was there wow. you know since like 8 a.m or something mm. so and i got through right so i was on that show i was really excited it was my dream and um and it was just so stressful so <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I don't know if I want to do this. I was like crying in the bathroom. Oh, it was just like no. too much. Mm -hmm. um, but I learned a lot from it because like, you know, like, of course, um, I had to deal with rejection because I didn't go through. I was eliminated like right mm -hmm. before the final round, the, the final 12, you know, so oh. um, so I didn't get to have the opportunity to perform my songs on stage and having people vote, you know, so mm -hmm. um but it was a great learning experience for me. And I remember packing my stuff like, um, you know, you have to kind of like stay at the hotel for like a few days. And uh, once you get eliminated, you have to leave. So I remember just packing and I was just like, you know what? I, you know, I'm going to come up with a plan. I'm going to go home and I'm going to learn how to play the guitar. Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn how to, I'm going to write my very first song. So that was exactly, you know, what happened. Like, um, what I did was I went back and immediately I brought m my guitar out and started recording my first song, like, um, wow. immediately. So, yeah. Motiva you were motivated. Right? I was like, motivated. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to show y'all what y'all went Exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was exactly uh, what happened. Like, I was no. like, I'm, let me show you. <laughs> yeah, tell them, Yuna, tell them. And, and look, and now look, right? But but that's fantastic that, I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of people's dreams kind of die at, with that, you know, when they get rejected mm -hmm. from that and 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 don't take it as a motivational thing to, to turn it around and go further with it, you know? And it's sometimes it's almost better to not get that close than to get Oh, yeah. and lose. But for you, you know, it worked out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Any opportunity you get to come to Milwaukee, if you could come by, we would love to love to have you come to see our studio oh. and, and meet us. You know, uh, uh, literally oh, every, yeah. uh, everyone on our staff here was like, you interviewing Yuna? Really? I love Aww. her. I love her. So, so Send my love to them. Yeah. I've, I haven't been back to Milwaukee in, in so long. So it would be nice to go back out there and, yeah, yeah, and perform. Just my complexion The sand, sky, and ocean are